evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to One Month to Better Third-Party Management. This month's podcast series is sponsored by Opus. Opus helps free your business from the complexity and uncertainty of managing the risks associated with your customers, vendors, and third parties. By combining the most innovative third-party risk management and know your customer compliance SaaS platforms with unparalleled data solutions. Opus turns information into action so your business can thrive. Opus solutions include the Hyperos ABAC Accelerator, the leading platform for third-party risk management. To learn more, go to www.opus.com. Opus is an appropriate sponsor for this month as I'm focusing on third parties the third-party risk management process. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be looking at the management of third parties after the contract is signed. We're going to take a look at auditing, (coughs) relationship management, training, continually monitoring and updating your own third-party program. This is an incredibly important month on my one-month series this year, and I'm sure that you will garner some new techniques that you can incorporate directly into your third-party risk management program. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 20. Third parties as a source of compliance innovation. I end this one-month series by taking things in a different direction today. So I'm not going to focus on third-party risk management but on third parties as an innovation source for your organization. In an article entitled The Five Key Components for Third-Party Innovations, the authors came up with some steps that I think allow you to use third parties as innovators within your compliance program. So I'm going to adapt their article on innovation to compliance innovation. Why is this important? Well, it's universally recognized that third parties are your highest FCPA risk. What if you could turn your third party in your third party program from being considered a liability under the FCPA to one that brings innovation to your compliance program? This is an area that not many compliance professionals have considered. So I'm going to use the article as a starting point. And I'm going to start with the five general keys to successful innovation on third parties and and then adapt that to compliance. So number one, do not settle for the status quo. Don't simply allow your third parties to stay where they are. Innovate. Innovation does not always come from a customer, from senior management, or even an in-house compliance practitioner. The key characteristic is you have to be cooperative, proactive, and incremental. You need to be deleting the innovation, the compliance innovation charge rather than catching up from behind. If a third party can suggest a better method for you to do compliance, particularly uh, through a technological solution, this is something you may want to consider. Number two, hit the road in order to hit your metrics. To understand your compliance risk from all third parties, you have to get out of the ivory towers and you have to get out on the road. This is even truer when exploring compliance innovation. You do not have to hit the road with a primary goal being the inception point for compliance innovation, but through such interactions, compliance innovation can come organically. 
there's a little downside for a compliance practitioner to go out and visit a third party and have a face-to-face meeting simply to get to know the partner better and more precisely identify that partner's needs. But by doing so, you're going to have the opportunity for a two-way communication, both inbound and outbound. Listen to what that third party may have to offer you in terms of a compliance innovation. Number three, send some prospectors and not always auditors. While an audit clause is critical in any third-party contract, both from a commercial and an FCPA perspective, too often firms use third-party managers as auditors when they're dealing with third-party partners. So if you use your relationship manager as an auditor rather than a partner, it's really going to demean the entire process. Relationship managers can have a role as a compliance innovation partner. Obviously, every third party should have a relationship manager, no matter whether the third party is on the sales side of things or on the business side or on the supply chain side. But these relationship managers can see biz synergies in a way that perhaps you as a compliance practitioner can't. Number four. Show me yours and I'll show you mine. Trust plays an important role in any third-party compliance innovation. Compliance practitioners in successful innovations usually have a willingness to share resources and rewards to develop their partner's capabilities. Through the process of developing trust, companies understand their partner's strategic goals. I cannot think of a more applicable statement about FCPA compliance. Another way to consider this issue is if your third-party partner has trust in you and your compliance program, they will be more willing to work with you on the prevent and detect prongs of a compliance program, not simply remediation. Top-down command structures don't work in corporations generally, and they don't work with third parties. Obviously, this is a contractual relationship, but by having a relationship with a third party, and focusing on that, you can engender trust, which can engender greater compliance innovation. Finally, who's running the show? This means who is doing what, but also what each firm brings to the relationship in terms of resources and capabilities. In the compliance regime, it could well lead to your third party partner taking a greater role in managing compliance in a specific arena or down a certain set of vendors. So imagine if you could not outsource compliance, but have a third party as your compliance partner in a high-risk country or high-risk area or in a high-risk industry. It could be a great boon to you. Moreover, it would be very cost-effective. You wouldn't have to pay someone within your organization. Your third-party partner could be stronger in the local culture, which could allow it to lead collaborations with other vendors and localize third-party anti-corruption networks or roundtables to keep the ball moving forward in compliance with the FCPA or the UK Bribery Act or any other compliance regime. Leveraging lean and process improvement is a critical role in the essential nature of FCPA compliance. Imagine if you can increase your compliance process performance through third parties. First of all, the trust and culture alignment is strengthened through the partnership 
compliance process leading to future compliance innovations and improvement. Two, firms see what is needed in terms of characteristics so that they can propagate the success of prior innovations to new and additional partners. By engaging third parties and innovation partners, you reap the rewards in a low-cost, low-risk, and perhaps highly achievable manner. With some compliance innovations, you may well need to tap into a resource immediately available at your fingertips, your third parties. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Obviously, use, consider using your third parties as innovators to assist in your compliance program. This is a really untapped resource. Uh, you could bring your key third parties together if you bring them together annually, for instance. Why not have them uh, in a compliance roundtable? Why not set that up? Why not have further discussions? Two, change your thinking about third parties and make them truly your partners. It's a third-party relationship, even if it's a contractual relationship. Remember the relationship part. What can that third party bring to you other than just a delivery of a service or a product? There may be a lot of other ways, particularly if you get out of your office and go talk to them. Three, as a compliance practitioner, as a chief compliance officer, do not settle for the status quo. Innovate, innovate, innovate. You're never going to have enough money. You're never going to have enough headcount. You're never going to have enough resources. So why not utilize some of the resources that you're currently or never have utilized? Third parties may be one of those resources. Why not start a third-party newsletter? Why not do a variety of other things that would be low to no cost, which would allow you to engender trust and garner greater relationships with your third parties around compliance? So we now come to the end of one month to better third-party management. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast series as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And I hope you will join me next month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of One Month to Better Third Party Management. If you've listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate this podcast as it will help our rankings and help us get the word out on this most unique podcast series in compliance. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to today, and I hope you will listen tomorrow on another episode of One Month to a Better Third-Party Manager. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.